COVID response in tribal communities, you also have to look at the structure pre-COVID, meaning we had unfunded healthcare systems, uh, public safety measures, gaps in education needs. A lot of these fiduciary responsibilities provided by the federal government and have some involvement with states have already created just a very delicate system. And then you have what we have now in our pandemic and all of these structures are stress. That's Ernest House Jr. He's a member of the Ute Mountain Ute Tribe, which is primarily located in southwest Colorado and southeast Utah. House served as the executive director of the Colorado Commission of Indian Affairs for more than 11 years, and he now currently serves as the director of the American Indian Alaska Native Program for the Keystone Policy Center. The Keystone Policy Center is a nonprofit organization based out of Keystone, Colorado, whose mission is to empower leaders to reach common higher ground. I know, the tagline is a bit ambiguous. But in our defense, you can't really describe the work of Keystone in just a few short sentences. And beyond that, the impact of that work. That's the reason why I decided to create this podcast, which I'm calling Keynotes. My name is Marcus Chavez. I'm the communications director for the Keystone Policy Center. For more than 45 years, Keystone has guided leaders looking to overcome national and local policy conflicts they previously thought were insurmountable on issues like energy, environment and public lands, education, health, agriculture, emerging genetic technologies, and tribal communities. I love the work that we do, but what really drives me is the why. Why we engage in this work. And that's what I hope you'll understand through this series. And coming off a year unlike any other in recent memory, the first place I have to begin with is with COVID-19, and more specifically, its disproportionate impact on our tribal communities. Shortly after the pandemic began to rage, Ernest House Jr. pivoted the work he was already engaged in on behalf of the Keystone Policy Center with Colorado's two federally recognized tribes, the Ute Mountain Ute and Southern Ute Tribes, in an effort to put together a coalition to help support a COVID-19 response initiative in Southwest Colorado. Initially, when we at Keystone first looked into supporting uh, tribes and and the and the need, uh, the COVID-19 response, over a two-month time frame, I think we were able to um, reach out to different organizations and foundations in Colorado and successfully raised in a matter of just a couple months over, I think it's over 360,000 for the COVID-19 response efforts to go down to Southwestern Colorado, particularly the Mountain Tribe. Quickly seeing that the need was around food distribution, mental health support, and education. Unifying coalitions of leaders to work together to overcome challenges? Well, that's Keystone's bread and butter. So that was the approach House took to raise resources to meet the needs of the tribes. Prior to the pandemic, he had already been working with the Ute Mountain Ute Tribe on developing a food distribution initiative, one that would serve the entire Four Corners region. That's the area of the country where Colorado, Utah, New Mexico, and Arizona come together. Why was House already working on that initiative? We live in a food desert. Um, Not only do we live in a desert period, but we also live in that food desert here in Toyok because the nearest grocery store is um, over 13 miles away. And then during COVID, because of travel restrictions, that's heightened. That is Todd Geeson, the Mogowan Behavior Health Program Director for the Ute Mountain Ute Tribe, succinctly describing the food security needs of this area of the country and how this one longstanding issue of food security became significantly heightened during the COVID-19 pandemic. As infections began to rise in the state in the spring, tribal leadership instituted safety measures to protect its members, 
measures like curfews and limiting travel on and off the reservation. Those measures were effective at limiting the exposure of tribal members to the coronavirus, but it also made getting food even more difficult than it already was. So, with Ernest already engaging with the U Mountain U tribe on developing a food distribution initiative, he simply pivoted to meet the more immediate food needs of the tribe once the pandemic hit. If you want to, if you need to limit and you want to limit the interaction with your tribal members, then of course tribal leadership has to su- supplement bringing those services onto the tribe. And so in doing so, the tribe was quick to create a food delivery system with our shutdown casino. The uh, conference center was quickly turned into a food distribution hub. So donations that were being made to Ute Mountain were uh, sorted and then delivered to 675 homes in our tribal community. I mean, and, and these are communities that, that need it, that are, great, are in great need of those food and supply donations. Todd Giesen further explains how the food distribution effort came together. Some calls were made to Feeding America and Care and Share Food Bank of Southern Colorado. And during COVID, I can't say enough good about them. They delivered literally within a first call, they delivered seven tons of the emergency food assistance program known as TFAP to the reservation here in Toyok. And Kea White Skunk, who oversees our rec program, went from being the recreation director to overseeing this TFAP distribution. And then Keystone brought in some partners and she oversaw the distribution of all this food with an army of volunteers. The Ute Mountain Ute tribe was able to create a food distribution system where one hadn't existed before to feed its members while also securing their health and safety during the most devastating pandemic in a century. And while that effort has been a success, the lingering issue of food and water security still remains, not only for the tribes of southwest Colorado, but for the rural and tribal communities in the entire southwest region of the country. Ernest and I have had recent talks as of late about regional food security, not just for the Mountain Tribe, but for also our surrounding community and counties and also our surrounding tribal partners down south of us. And they've faced food security during COVID. And what does it look like to bring about regional food security? And that is, that's going to be a massive solution because I know that Karen Share Food Bank has a plan and it would be amazing if we could see those two plans come together with Keystone as a facilitator to bring something to Montezuma County or to uh, Ute Mountain specifically to be that regional catchment because we're so far off of the main, um, the main transit lines. There's got to be something that we do. And I know Ernest and I've had that conversation. And what does it look like? It's going to be a massive, massive undertaking because it's going to have to talk about um, tribal needs as well as um, our, our, our neighbors' needs. House reiterates that the resources are available within tribal communities to secure regional food distribution. The best approach to developing such a system will be driven, developed, and operated by tribes. And he is looking to have Keystone be a part of those conversations. The idea of coming up with a Four Corners Food Collaborative is is bringing all those folks to the table, all those different tribes to say when these areas, especially during the pandemic, have to shut down. How do we ensure that these places receive food? Is that creating a food distribution center? particularly run by and operated by tribes. How do you maintain that type of system, especially when these areas are already identified as food deserts? They may or may not have grocery stores in their local communities. I said that majority of these large big box companies are, if you look at the Four Corners region, are on the on the edges of those communities. So 
uh, Flagstaff, Arizona, Farmington, New Mexico, Cortez, Colorado, Gallup, New Mexico. So these areas are seen as the, you know, on the outskirts of these reservation systems, but there's hundreds of miles within the extent of those reservations. And there's thousands and thousands of people that live in those areas. And especially as like kind of what folks have seen with the response of the Navajo Nation, a good portion of 40, if not 40% of the population does not have running water. A lot of those areas don't have electricity. So when you throw on this type of pandemic, especially trying to create a food system that works within tribal communities, I think it's kind of like what we've approached other areas. It, it can only happen if it's tribally driven and tribally supported. And I think that's part of the conversation we're, we're looking to start. The conversation about food distribution as part of a COVID-19 response effort and the long-term development of a regional food distribution system is only one example of the structural hurdles faced pre-COVID that have only been exacerbated during this pandemic. And these issues take a significant toll on these communities and in some cases are a matter of life and death. On the next episode of Keynotes, we discuss the rising mental health concerns in Southwest Colorado. There were two, um, two young people who unfortunately had committed suicide in my tribal community. And in the state of Colorado, the, south, the Western Slope in general has a lot of high, have very high numbers of teen suicide rates. And I didn't want the conversation around the mental health need to miss the tribal communities because there was potential lack of communication or because the strength of that relationship was not there. The Keystone Policy Center is a 501c3 nonprofit organization based out of Keystone, Colorado, which for more than 45 years has empowered leaders to reach common higher ground. This episode was made possible by contributions from the Ballantine Family Fund and the Denver Foundation. If you'd like to learn more about Keystone Policy Center, please visit our website at keystone.org.